0: You're listening to any churn. Yeah. I am it. I am seizing. With all due respect, you are wrong, wrong, wrong. I know it. You know it. Obviously, what breaks it now. now? Now! Now! You can't even say my now. You have to say my bainics. It's safe has gone now. I'm going to hit the roof. A Scottish woman. I have had it up to here, Sherwin. Sure. Next up on the line we've got my lady friend, June. June, how are you? Hello,
1: I'm very good, darling. How are you?
0: Yeah, very, very well, thank you. I'm Looking forward to upcoming centrist dinner party.
1: Oh, yeah, you're a big lad's night in,
0: isn't it? <laughs> June, this is a night of intellectual discussion, a night of debate.
1: It's just a night on the cans, isn't it, with the lads? This is going to be
0: discussions of a kind which break the mould.
1: Do you know what I'm talking about, June? Not really. I'm not sure if it sounds like my cup of tea, to be honest.
0: I understand, June, that you've won a Toby Carvery competition to Carvery with Ali McCoyst.
1: I have, and I'm over the bloody moon about this, because I'm sure... You've told your listeners, Andy, that I'm now a brand ambassador for the Toby, with me being such a loyal customer, and obviously, you know, reflecting their upmarket clientele. You know, I can I can get the the people in that they want in the Carvery. So, this just fits really well with with my work that I'm doing with them, and even better, Ali McCoist, because um, obviously, you know, Jeff Stelling's having a bit of time off now, and you know, we have a good relationship on Twitter, but he's gone a bit quiet. I think now's the time for me to be getting in there with Ali, especially with the... <laughs> well,
0: I, d- I don't know about that. Do you know when you've got another certain Scottish man in your life? <laughs> uh, An Andy Muckchurn. Oh.
1: Me! Oh, Muck well, You know I'm you're Scottish. Scottish. You're not Scottish, Andy. Come on, you're not Scottish. <laughs> no. Ali, though. Ali mccoist That's a real red-blooded Scottish fella for you there, and I think he's going to be... We're going to have a lovely time at the Carvery. I think it's going to be, you know, more intellectual than your lads night in, and we're going to have some, you know, delicious three-course meal. I'll be having all the meats on the Carvery. I'll be having as much gravy as I can get and extra Yorkies. It's going to be happy days.
0: Ali McCoy is as much Scottish as I am. I'm clearly, according to my DNA, my spit-in-a-jar told me I was Scottish. I am historically a McChurnwell, just like Ali is a McCoist.
1: Well, I must have a bit of a thing for these North of the Border men then. I think I you do. If, um, I wonder if they'd do us a bit of haggis on the cavalry. what do you think?
0: <laughs> You'd have to ask Toby that. Mm, I will,
1: I'll ask <laughs> him because me and Toby are in regular contact now, as you know.
0: <laughs> I bet you are Toby of Toby's Carvery I bet he's a a bit of a Cheeky Chappy
1: He is, he's a lovely lad So June, do you know if Ali wears a sporin? Is is that the Handbag thing that you put your balls in?
0: <laughs> well I'd say culturally that's a bit of a Insensitive way of putting it It's a baggage area On the outside Of the kilt
1: So, yes, then it is. I I imagine he will, you know. I think if he's coming for a a smart dinner with a lovely lady, he'll want to be well-packaged, won't he?
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, uh, do you know how big his sparring will be?
1: Uh, I I can't say Andy. I've not met him yet, but uh, I can certainly (laughs) report back.
0: Well, have you seen my sparring, June? I haven't. You should certainly take a look um i think that you'd be mightily impressed when you see me and jackson carlor sparring to sparring
1: i was expecting to have it when you came back from that trip to scotland so i could wash it it never came in with the laundry so i don't know how long it's been festering in the boot of the aris for
0: I would say that I've got perhaps Walking down the street as a Scotsman One of the biggest sparrings you would Ever see
1: Just wanted to say you enjoy your lads night in And I'm going to enjoy my recovery with Ali
0: Well I hope You do Thank you Thank you June, love you
1: Love love, bye
0: God I really miss Centre
2: Dinner
0: churnwell's centrist dinner party good food great conversation fine wine lively debate this is what you can expect from this evening of sensible intellectual stimulation joining me for pre-dinner nibbles and banter are some great pals and joining us a bit later on is a very special person the king of the dinner party and the man who has fought tirelessly against the hard left trolls that torment us daily you may remember him from the lego batman movie doc martin skyfall and made in manhattan i'm talking of course about the incomparable cockney actor cheeky chappy eddie marsin but before that, let's tuck into some cheese and pineapple stacklets, pop open a pipe of Pringles, fill our glasses with blue nun, and exchange some quality banter. With me at the moment, we've got Professor Kelvin Knox, Sir Piers Alexander Burtwhistle QC, Bartland's comedian Craig Ovens. And Robert Peston. What's going to be your tipple of choice tonight, Robert Peston?
3: Uh, h- hello, Andy. Um, pleasure to be here, of course. Thank you very much for uh, for, for having me. Um, very fond memories uh, that I can recall um, sat there on the banks of the Tiber River, of course, in Italy. Um, sitting there, catching up on the latest Ben aronovich thriller and uh i was sat there with a lovely ripe glass of chianti and it was such a pleasure i brought home uh, an entire case of the stuff uh back to britain uh, the very same evening and that is what i'll be tucking into um this evening with my centrist
0: dinner Well, that's you know what, Robert? My lady friend, June, isn't here because she said it was going to be a sausage fest and a lads' night in. And I can tell by talking to you, she was absolutely correct. We are (laughs) going to be mad tonight. It is going to be... Absolutely mental. Craig, do you think you can behave yourself? I don't know. I thought I was
2: a comedian. Turns out it's Peston. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's, he's absolutely balmy. <laughs> Professor Kelvin, I hope you don't mind an offensive joke or two. Uh, within reason. Is, um, is Robert okay? He, he sounds a bit... Calvin,
3: Cal, Cal, Calvin, Calvin. I am doing absolutely fine this evening. There's no need to express any concern whatsoever uh, about
4: my mental state. Say anything about your mental state, then. Calvin,
3: Calvin, Calvin. Sure, sure. There is no need to bring up the subject
0: whatsoever. <laughs> well we 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 certainly are gonna uh have to watch well, how much we drink around Robert. He is meant to what well, we haven't spoken to Sir Piers yet. And Sir Piers what's gonna be your table of choice tonight? Are you joining in on the drinking?
2: Um I suspect a uh a, a Dubonnet, perhaps, a uh, or a a nice sherry if if that's on offer. Um Something like that. very authentic, is it? Goodness me. Well, the bonnet is what the uh, the, the queen queen drinks. um.
0: (laughs) Listen, we've got some brilliant beers. We don't have to drink what Sir Pierce is drinking. I think since he got that knighthood, he has gone... Up in ego times 10, and now he's drinking what the Queen drinks. We we certainly don't need to do. I'm more on the Robert Peston vibe tonight. I think he's going to be cracking silly jokes, just like Craig Ovens. <laughs> Craig, have you, got, have you met Mr. Peston before? I've not. No, I've uh, not heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> do you, you haven't heard of Robert Peston?
2: No, I I, I thought he was a comedian, but I think I was thinking of, um, what's his name, Uh, Joe Pasquale. That's what I thought. I thought that was him.
0: Robert, how do you feel getting compared to Joe Pasquale?
3: Um, Craig, let me tell you this. The tasting notes that I have to go with this Chianti right now is fury.
2: You know, I don't really like politics. I'm sure this will come up later. Let's, Let's be honest, right? You Only got had me on because you thought I was Dr. Zanz, and then it turned out I wasn't, I just looked like him.
4: Well, yeah, um, the, the resemblance is quite remarkable, I must say.
0: Yes, all I would say is that it, it is easy to uh differentiate as Dr. Zanz is, um. Uh, there's not a nice way of saying this. Dr. Zanz is probably described by a health professional as obese, and you, Craig, would probably be described by a health professional, not me, as morbidly obese.
2: I mean, that's, that's, that's fair enough. As, you know, on uh, when I'm performing at Butlins, you know, they, the parents there, they, you know, they have a few carlings, get a little bit, you know, might be knocking back the Sahara hot nuts and, uh, you know, they might shout stuff out like, uh, you know, fat fuck, that sort of thing, Uh, or um, dribble tits is one I get quite often. And, you know, I take it because, you know, I'm a thick-skinned Butlins comedian slash magician, can do
0: tricks as well. Well, okay, thanks for that, Craig. And also, quick note, get yourself a Yaris. You can live in a Yaris. It is fantastic uh, living mate, in I'd a car. Mate, love, I'd love a Yaris, but I don't, have, I
2: don't have the money. I'm on a Butlins comedian slash magician salary. Can't afford one. I'd love one, though.
0: I want to talk next about the Wally of the Week. My Wally of the Week is Andrew Neal. I worked there for a very short period, and... Absolutely hated it. Uh, Robert, is there any jobs going um, at any of your news programs that I could join in on?
3: Uh, Yes, we have a handful of production side jobs over here at ITV. Uh, You would be, you know, um, making the teas, preparing the teas, um, stirring. My coffee, having my coffee returned One, one, one to you. minute,
0: one minute, Robert. I'm not going to be a, I'm a senior broadcaster here at Emblem Digital. I'm yeah, not going to be. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Did,
4: did Sure. I, I didn't say it. Yeah, yes. Andy, Andy, bloody hell, is he okay? Sure. I don't know. He, keep, he keeps Except just I- saying stuff yes. the- What? what is
0: that what's he doing yes he sounds like Max bloody headroom Jesus has he had a stroke I don't I don't know he just keeps coming out with stuff sure should, should we call him an ambulance I don't I don't know I don't no. know I think maybe oh, we should just see how we get along for the next five minutes if he keeps doing yes. it maybe we should call an ambulance maybe maybe we might have another mass situation on our hands, though. <coughs> <laughs> Man is an absolute animal. He is an animal, Ma. At the uh,
3: journalist's Christmas party, it's all too often that you might wander outside for a quick cigarette or to catch some air, and you will discover... Andrew Ma, laying prone on the ground, outside, atop a younger lady, perhaps a junior production professional, um, having what must be described as the time of his life.
0: Robert, who's your favourite politician currently?
3: Andy, Andy, it's not a road I'm going to be willing to go down um, just in so far as my journalistic integrity. Um, so, in order to name a present politician who I bond particularly well with would, would be a, a, a mistake and may well get me struck off from the top of Number 10's phone book. But if I were to name a great Former British politician, I would have to go with uh, Charles Gaulle, who famously defended Great Britain and liberated Great Britain from Nazi rule in the Second World War.
0: Thank you, Robert. Sir Piers, could you name your favourite politician? And if you could do it in about a fifth of the time Robert Peston took to name his favourite politician, that would be much appreciated. Um, I'd have to say um, uh, Jonathan
2: Sandal MP, who is my local MP. I have to say he is a, a very soft stance on Brexit. And very hard stance on litter. He's got a very anti-litter agenda. Thank you, sir.
0: There there was
2: some rumors that he tried to run his wife down in a four-by-four. I have to consider those, Um,
0: uh, but I, I don't believe they're true. No, listen, people accuse me of running over a Brain Case Films employee in my Yaris. Where is the evidence? They say, oh, Andy, well, all those bloodstains on the front of your car. It was a deer. That's why the bumper got replaced. Yes, Jovis was found dead on a back street near Shoreditch. It wasn't me that ran him over. There's no evidence, and you can't convict me of anything. Um, Professor Kelvin... Who's your favorite politician currently? We're going to skip Craig Ovens because he's not going to have a clue what's going on if we go I was go going to that say that the
2: lad from uh, Dolly, the band, oh, the 80s God. group, Dolly, I like I like him.
4: Did, is he even a politician? Andy. <laughs>
0: well, I think he's really bringing the tone of this dinner party down. I don't know. If Andy, any Marcus is like, You
2: like Dolly? I've heard you talk about Dolly before. You like, the,
4: you like the music. I love tight I like fit? the politics. I wouldn't say bloody tight fit are my favourite politicians, you idiot. Christ. Joe Biden. How about Joe bloody Biden? He kicked out bloody Trump and saved the world. <laughs> David Van Day. Jesus Christ. Andy, what is this?
0: Listen, I think Joe Biden's doing a fantastic job, and I love seeing his tweets about his dogs and uh, all his other Twitterings. It's fantastic to see him online not doing what Trump did. Um, So I agree completely that Joe Biden's doing a good job. I think over here we've got some real talent in Keir Starmer. I'm just looking forward to spending more time with him. He hasn't responded to my calls to be on my show, though. He says he wants to be with Nick Ferrari. Um, what would you say to Keir if you had some time with him, Professor? It's Clegmania all over again, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I remember Cleggmania, Sir Piers, you must be a fan of Sir Keir, Sir Piers, Sir Keir. If Sir Keir said to you, Piers, do you want to go for a Peroni? Would you go for a Peroni with Kier? I, I certainly would.
2: I would love to sit in a, um, in a good City of London pub with Keir. Um, there's definitely a cleverness about Starmer.
0: Oh, I'm glad to hear that. And Robert, in um, trying to keep within 30 seconds, do you like Keir Starmer? Honestly, I could
3: not possibly comment upon that. My job as a journalist is to uh, to receive texts, to paste the content of those texts. So for me to declare uh, 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 an interest in in, in uh, the, the leader of the opposition would be a, a, a devastating tactical mistake.
0: What are you reading right now, Robert? Well, uh, as discussed,
3: I've been... Uh, skimming, I suppose, the biography
4: of Charles Degel.
0: Okay, do we have any other professor? Are you a fan of Charles Degel?
4: Uh, I'm a fan of all things, uh, Francais, of course. Um,
3: Uh, so, um, Kelvin, what what what? was that? What do you mean? Robert, he's French. Charles um, Charles Degel, Charlie Degel, the British politician. Charles
4: Gaulle sure sure yeah Ch- Char- Char- Charlie Charlie Dagle yeah sure Charl, sure Char- Char- as in French sha Char- Char- say say after me sha calvert
3: are you disagreeing Goul. are you disagreeing that Charles dagle is one of britain's greatest historical assets are you disagreeing with that yes or no Yes. Calvin, you're disagreeing that the man who liberated Britain from Nazi rule is not the greatest British politician.
4: Robert, we spent half an hour trying to get into your head how mirrors work. So I'm not even going to try and... Tackle this. I'm afraid. This, Andy, I don't. I don't know what to do. Calvin, Calvin,
3: Calvin. Tell me this, did Charles Degle spend any time in London? Yes or no? Uh, yes, as part of the
0: Free French. Exactly. Exactly. Robert, I'm still I've just Googled. Charles de Gaulle, and it says, "Sure, Charles Andre Joseph Marie de Gaulle was a French army officer and statesman who led free France against Nazi Germany in World War II. Sure, yes, yes. But exactly, what do you mean? exactly. What, sorry, Robert, what do you mean? Yeah. Sure, yes, exactly. You were just saying that he was English.
4: Abso- absolutely, yes, yes. So you're saying he is English? Sure. Even though
0: he's what? It's just Chuck. a Craig Oven's funny. Craig, are, are you a Craig Oven's him? funny. <laughs> are you following Robert Peston? He's just acknowledging us, correcting him. I don't know. Oh, I was what's just, I was this, just talking into the spread.
2: Yes. I've
0: been, I've been, following, I've been following.
2: I've not been listening. I've been having a little snack. What am I like, eh?
0: (laughs) Jesus. We need another person to officiate this. Where's Sir Piers? Um, Sir Piers, tell join in. Robert's wrong, isn't he? uh, Very politely, uh,
2: Mr. Robert Paston. I I would step in just to say uh, that I do believe Calvin, on this occasion, is, is the correct
0: one. Sure, sure, yes. What do you mean, sure, Robert? What do you mean, yeah. sure, yes? Well, absolutely. Um. Okay, well, thank you for acknowledging the exact opposite of what you were just saying five minutes ago. Well, Craig, Govans, what are you reading at the moment?
2: Uh, I have to say I'm reading a, uh, a book by D- uh, Bobby Davro. It's an audio book, um, very good audio book, and it's the uh, nursery rhymer. Uh, a nursery rhyme? I don't know. A children's story, anyway, of a uh, crumpled foreskin. You remember that? The uh who, who wrote that? Dick Van Dyke, I think. And it, it basically Bobby just does the voices, and that is hilarious. It's really good.
0: Well, this was billed as intellectual discussion. We've got a knight of the realm here in Sir Piers. We've got a professor here, we've got a broadcaster, two broadcasters, including myself. And you're coming out with stuff like this.
2: Listen, what I bring to the situation is the funnies. I've got, lo- I've got loads of funnies. I've, I've written them down in a book.
0: Okay. Well, um, that's, that's great to have your input there. I've got
2: one, actually. I've got, got an observation, a uh, bit of observational comedy. Have you ever noticed that uh, posh people say uh, supper instead of tea?
0: Will I say dinner? That's the Craig
2: oven's funny. What? You notice they they don't say when they say I'm having me, me supper instead of I'm having me tea. Have You noticed that?
3: Uh, uh, Craig, I, I think that typically a, a joke would have to have a punchline
2: of it's some of, description. It's observation like uh, Peter Kay or. Um, uh, McIntyre, sure. Uh, it's you know it's, it's of that um, style basically. And usually, what I do if somebody doesn't laugh in the crowd, I say, "Look, he's offended," because you know they've I've offended. I'd go, "He's offended," and I'd get twenty minutes out of that.
4: <sighs> I'm feeling very offended, I must say, Andy. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm offended by how far south this. Dinner has fallen with Craig's discussion. I Which really is like,
2: f- ironic, isn't it? Because I'm from the north. I mean, a little bit of, bit of irony I've thrown in. Sir Piers, th-
0: would you ever go to watch a Craig Ovens comedy show?
2: Um. Well, I'll, I'll be honest. I um... Please do. Uh, I like a lot, lot of comedy, a lot, of broad-brained. I like live at the Apollo. Um, there's some very, very talented comedians. Um, I've seen a, a few in when I've been on, um, been out with friends on um, in in London. I've enjoyed a lot, many comedians. Um, I, I have to say, a lot of those are not of um, of Craig's style. They're they're more of a um, I, I suppose you would say highbrow style, um, to what Craig is doing. No offense to what Craig is doing.
0: Oh, well I'm sure he's not gonna take any offense at all. Um thank you, Sir Piers. <laughs> I think Craig's the one who gives offense. Um he doesn't take it. I don't, I don't take offense. I don't take
2: offense. You can say what you like to me. Don't it's mind. You. Well that's
0: he well, that, that's like a bloody dead whale. <laughs> oh dear! Hope you didn't hear that, Craig. It's well, well. Actually, I guess he's got very thick skin, so it's um, it, it doesn't really matter, does it? I mean, when when somebody tweeted, "Look at that fat, disgusting, unfunny comedian, Craig Ovens over my timeline, it, it didn't affect you at all, did it, Craig?
2: not No. You know, the wife left us. She said, uh, "I said, why are you leaving me?" And she said, "Because you." you're not interesting, you're not funny, uh, you're fat, uh, you're ugly. And uh, I didn't even mind. I just went, fair enough. And off she left. And uh, that's how I ended up living under a a Sahara Hot Nuts uh, machine. Don't mind.
0: So one of your reviews from your shows, uh, written by um, somebody that paid to watch your show, says, a moral cesspit possibly one of the worst comedy shows i've ever paid for i'd rather eat my own stomach ball than ever watch craig ovens again that didn't get to you at all craig
2: sounds like he's a bit offended maybe it rang a little bit too some people don't like to listen to the truth that's the trouble that's uh, you know they like they hear the truth they go oh i'm offended And that's when I leap in and say, he's offended. And I'm sure that's what's happened uh, in this
0: situation. Another one of our reviews said, Craig Ovens simply says you're offended when he hears the wall of silence against his awful comedy. I think, Craig, that... Somebody in the reviews has clocked on to the fact that you just say you're offended when people don't find your comedy funny uh,
4: I've read a good review of, of of Craig actually in the in the guardian um I think it was by Stella Creasy. said we should all be uh we should all be listening to Craig, so I did, and I forced myself to laugh, and I must say. You know very authentic well done craig well done i'm not sure about the uh the magic acts and the animals um i'm not sure they need to suffer so um yeah I, I can see where stella's coming from if we are to to win back the red wall and idiots like you um then yeah I, i'm i'm all for Supporting your uh, comedy. Well, did, you know what?
0: Who is the funniest centrist? You know, mine, and I think a lot of you can agree, is Marina Hyde. Tell me, World you day. love Marina, Robert?
3: Oh, Andy. She is a tri- friend of mine. Um, great journalist, great writer. Has a real way with the words so to speak um get on very well with her often have her popping round to the flat in regent's park um great great lady very very
0: amusing indeed well excellent that's brilliant and i I think you probably would find her absolutely brilliant wouldn't you professor
4: I I hesitate to say her name because I have been hospitalised by her her columns before. Um, my oh God, I can. Uh, my sides tend to split if I if I read her her witticisms. Oh God, <laughs> I'm thinking of <what> my. <laughs> I, think called, <laughs> I think she called.
0: I think she might have called Jeremy Corbyn the uh, the Great Goat Lord
4: before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh Jesus Christ, Miss... <laughs> <laughs> oh God, beside he got
0: one, oh, one, one on the line. Oh. Fantastic! She's just absolutely incredible, Sir Piers. You must agree. Um, I certainly do. And actually, I don't know if you know this, Andy, but
2: you actually did leave me out when we were talking about the the literature segment. I I just wanted to say what I've been reading because I I really feel this will benefit the discussion this this evening uh, considerably. Um, And what I've been reading is, uh, of course, Richard Osman's book, The um, Thursday Murder Club, um, um, which I bought because it came with a a bottle of water from W.H. Smith's. Um, nevertheless, uh, I, I, I truly feel this is a very witty book. The, the, the wit really does shine through. Um, I, I would say it's compassionate, warm, moving, and so very funny. Um, and th- in fact, those aren't my words. Those are the words of Ian Rankin, um, who uh, is, is quoted on the, the front of the book. Um, and the other book I'd like to mention is uh, Midnight Library by Matt Haig, who's done so much great work for uh, mental health um,
4: in this country.
0: Well, thank you, Sir Piers. That was very interesting to hear your insight on your current favourite literature. Now I can imagine that you are. I was going to say the life of the party but we're at a party and you are the life of it you are, you are mad piers calm down
4: piers jesus
0: i know I just we're with few drinks in i
4: I, I've,
2: I've,
0: I've, I must be honest
2: with with you boys i did have a two debonairs before um uh coming on to the to the call <laughs> well,
0: I can certainly tell that um okay, gang, I think we're gonna take a break here. Welcome back. I am very happy to announce that we've got a hugely special guest on the line. Eddie Marson. Hello, Eddie. I just have to say I loved you in Men Behaving Badly. Eddie? Eddie? Well, the line's gone dead. Um, technical issues? Rachel, have we got any technical problems? No? Was it something I may have said?
4: Uh, I
0: have no idea. It must be technical. must be. Yeah, it's got to be. Robert, d- d- what's wrong with Eddie Marson, do you think? Uh, uh, if, if I
3: may, Andy, um he, Ed, Eddie Marson was not in uh, men behaving badly. Uh, you are thinking of the Clownster, Martin Clunes, uh, not Eddie Marsan. Well,
0: anything you say now, Robert, has to be backed up by an authentic person at this dinner party. So he was, no, he was, wasn't he? he was sure. In, uh... In not that. you either, Craig. Not you. I'm not talking about you, Craig. I'm talking about Sir Piers. If he says it, I'll believe it. Sir um, Piers, is, is Robert Peston talking the truth? Uh, I, I actually
2: believe he, he wasn't in Men Behaving Badly. It, and I say that as somebody who found the program a little bit vulgar. Sure. Um, but so I do didn't believe it was it there, Martin Clunes, who has been very good in
0: other programs such as Doc Martin. <laughs> thank you, Piers, for the short answer. So it appears I was incorrect and have offended Eddie Marson, and he hung up on a line. That well, appears to be I, I still think he was in it. Well I guess I guess it's two against three. So we'll, we'll, we'll have to leave it there. I am agree. Get yeah. He was,
2: it. he was in it. He definitely was. Uh, and he were great, would not he? He, he, Brilliant. you know, Wonderful. that, that for like, uh, you know, it made you feel good about having a few cans, the program. I mean, it was, it was great, great theme tune as well with the saxophone. So for me
0: Yeah, got- absolutely your input is completely valid, Craig. Uh, and yeah. we respect your right to enjoy men behaving badly. I thought it was a great show, and I thought that Eddie Marson was in it, and it appears maybe I was incorrect and possibly offended Eddie Marson. Um, this show was his idea. And he hasn't shown up. It's very disappointing, really. But let's get back to some... Let's talk about what we're watching on television right now. Craig Ovens, what are you watching? Yeah, what
2: am I watching? Uh, I guess uh, rampant TV uh, most nights. Um, Or Babe Station, generally. Um, And I don't have a TV, obviously. uh, Living in Butlins. uh, But if I do get, you know... I do manage to find a TV, usually put on Rampant TV. Um,
0: oh, babe Station. Thank okay. Sure thing. Robert Peston, are you watching Babe Station? Um, Andy, absolutely
3: not. At the moment, I am very invested into this scathing political... A metaphor cartoon, if you will, um, named uh, Pepepig. Um, It's very entertaining, uh, full of mystery, um, usually pops on uh, about um, 3pm Monday to Friday each day, um, in which the protagonist, uh, Pepepig, has to... Uh, Solve uh, a conundrum of some description each episode, and the audience comes out all the wiser having watched it. Um, uh, I I couldn't couldn't recommend it any
0: better than that. Fantastic. Professor, are you also watching Peppa Pig? Uh, uh, Peppa Pig.
4: I, I think it's Pepper Pig. Um but no, I'm I'm not. I'm watching a uh, a scandi noir. As you know, I I am um, one of the world's leading um, experts on scandi noir. I I, uh, I I'm currently watching a 14 series spectacular from um, Iceland called Blotto and it's about a detective and his talking dog. And they solve crimes and travel through time. And it's, it's like Turner and Hooch, but very depressing. A, a, like an upmarket Scooby-Doo. Precisely. Precisely. There's lots of masks being pulled off at the end of the episodes.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Well, that sounds riveting. Uh, Sir Pierce. I'm almost... Hesitant to ask what you're going to watch. I know it's going to be some uh, upmarket BBC4 documentary series or uh, Something of that ilk. What are you watching on television at the moment?
2: Um, I actually was recommended to watch uh, line of line of duty. I bought the dvd in hmv on a, a lunchtime um, Other than that, I would say Mary Beard documentary on the Roman Empire. Um, It's very good. Uh, Of course, BBC Four documentaries tend to um, tend to stick in the mind when I think of of brilliant television. Um, There was a a wonderful one uh, by uh, Professor Brian Cox. Um, It's the sort of thing I, I find myself watching on an evening.
0: I'm, I'm riveted. I mean, that must be so interesting to be in the lounge of Sir Piers. I bet he watches
2: um. Rampant TV like me, though. <laughs> I Craig, <bet>. you've, <laughs> I, I can imagine. I, no, I do not. I do not watch uh,
0: Rampant TV. <laughs> I, know. I think I think Craig is more of a babe station man. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, you must. What are you listening to? Get get our juices flowing. What What are you listening to at the moment, Piers? Um, I've been listening to my my son's band,
2: um, Crankshaft, uh, bluesy rock uh, rock. It's a bluesy rock and roll affair, um, and I have to say they are very good, very talented musicianship. Um, and also um, Bombay, a Bombay bicycle club named after a London curry house, a um, bit like Fairport Convention, um, but for a contemporary audience. Um, okay. Okay. So, I like, really get my fingers
0: flicking for- when I listen to the. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good plug for Crankshaft, then your, uh, your children's band. Crankshaft.bandcamp.com
2: that's what he 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 told me to say. Excellent. It Excellent.
0: Out. Well, it's reached a whole audience now. Um the professor, what are you listening to at the moment? What I've been listening to
4: mostly is um, the sound of tits. Um great tits, blue tits. Um bird song is my my jam at the minute along with Britpop and drill and bass. Craig, are you listening to Tits at the moment? Oh, <laughs> well,
2: I'll tell you what I wish. I wish. I, I love Tits, it, me. As you could tell from when I said Rampant TV. Now, I've, what I've been listening to is uh, uh, Robbie Williams' Millennium, the album, and, of course, Life Through a Lens, which is uh, it's a classic album. Uh never gets tired. Uh, basically been listening to that since it was released, to be honest. Uh, keeps, you know... You can always whack it on. There's a song for every time, you know, every, every point in your life you might get. I, I, what I like to do is come out to, for a gig. I'll put on uh, Let Me Entertain You. i put that on, run out. And, uh, you know, the crowd are absolutely uh, off their face by the time you come out to to Let Me Entertain You. Do you not you. perform
0: in front of children as well, Craig? don't know what you're implying there. Uh, I'm just... So you're saying they're off their face they can't all be drinking can they
2: well you know what at Butlins the, the sort of crowd you get the parents are chugging pints the kids are chugging um, what they called uh, fruit shoot so they're off their face as well on sugar they're running around uh, you know it's mental when I come out absolutely mental uh, and you know when, when uh, Williams kicks off it's crazy that's what I tend to go out on angels. Uh, might, might put angels on or rude box, depending on what I do. Like to do is come out in uh, my rapper gear, do a bit of rap to uh, Robbie Williams' rude box.
3: What, what really sets my uh, juices flowing, so to speak, uh, is the theme tune to Peppa Pig. Um, really just lets me know I'm about to learn some valuable lessons about how magnets work, um, how much water one should consume during the course of the day, uh, how important it is to be friendly to strangers... Um, the
0: value of family relationships. That's fantastic to hear, Robert. It seems like you are getting some basic grasps from a very good children's show, and I'm I'm glad sure. that you're getting some great sure. lessons from yes. that children's yeah. show. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Professor, sure. I want to talk again about the 2012 Olympics. I already know your favourite Olympian. I believe it's Greg Rutherford.
4: Am I correct? Absolutely. I, I have absolutely bent your ear off about the man in uh, the welcome break car park, as you know. In the, the whilst sat in the back of the Yaris, and uh, yes, I've gone into great detail about his um musculoskeletal um package. Uh, he's he's like a bronze god, isn't he? Basically, um, and uh, I think uh, well, uh, but uh, Calvin, can, can I
3: what, uh, uh, ask you a, a, a question? Here with Um, some information I brought with me prepared. Uh, How many films have there been made about the life of Greg Rutherford? Can you tell me the answer to that one question? There, how many films? I have made many. um, How many? How many Hollywood films, Kelvin? How many Hollywood films? I I
4: I, I don't know. I
3: I I look like I I can tell you. Calvin, Calvin, Calvin. I can tell the answer to that that question. And that's uh, zero. Zero films have been made about the life of Greg Rutherford. Uh, second question. How many films have been made about the life of Eddie the Eggle? Eddie the who? Eddie the Eggle. As far as
4: I'm aware, there are zero films made about Eddie the Eggle.
3: Yeah. Uh, Uh, One film, actually, uh, Kelvin, came out in 2016. Um, Kelvin, do you not think that that makes Eddie the Eggle uh, Britain's most successful uh, Olympian, greatest
4: Olympian? I'd rather judge it on two things, Robert. Gold medals, of which he has won, and Eddie the Eggle, or whatever we're bloody calling him, has none. Sure. And the, the other metric I would use, Robert, is celebrity master chef. Has has Eddie the Eagle ever won Celebrity Master Chef? The answer is no, Robert. Don't even try and say he has. He may have been on some celebrity dance thing. I don't know. But he has not won celebrity master chef.
3: Sure, sure. But um, let me put it to you like this. Um, Eddie the Eagle has been played by Taron Egerton, who is a major up and coming British star. Um, he is revered in the Hollywood world, and yet um, Greg Rutherford has not ever been portrayed by an actor on screen, and if he were, he would be played by such lowlifes as um, Damien Lewis or other gingers, Rupert Grint, perhaps. So focusing in particular on that, I think it must be compelling to you, is it not, that Eddie the Eagle is Great Britain's greatest Olympian?
4: i What? What, what, Robert, have you taken leave of your senses? You can't judge an Olympian on fucking Hollywood.
3: Calvin, no, no, Calvin. Um, It's not even clear to me what event Greg Rutherford was performing. It seemed to be a race, some kind of run, but it ended in a... Uh, him falling over into a sand pit Um, I didn't understand that Um, whereas Eddie was elegant Eddie was supreme, he flew so elegantly through the sky uh, and and really impressed and stole the hearts I would say of of the British people Um, while Greg Rutherford Greg
4: Rutherford was simply playing in a sandpit. What? Okay, let me tell you about Eddie the Eagle, Edwards. That man... That man is the fucking Luftwaffe. And what he's done for... What he's done for the Olympic movement is what the Luftwaffe did for bloody Britain. Christ. Who the hell are you? I would go further...
3: I would further go to say... Uh, Greg Rutherford had everything in his favour. The wind uh, blew him in many ways through to a gold medal finishing spot. Um, whereas, as is chronicled in his Hollywood movie, and I'll remind you, Greg Rutherford does not have a Hollywood movie, the mechanisms of British olympian committees were all against eddie the eagle um i think one must have to factor that in to our perspective on eddie and surely surely declare him
4: britain's greatest olympian oh oh is that so so you're saying the whole establishment was against eddie the eagle so so was the whole establishment against greg rutherford as you say he is a ginger ginger's do not get on in life. He he has been had that millstone around his neck, But you know what he did? You know what he did, Robert. He changed. He exchanged the millstone for a gold medal. He persevered. Sure, he sure. Leapt like a salmon into so, the river. Well, Eddie, Eddie the eagle, he so, fucking fell down a fucking slope. Jesus Christ, man.
3: So we are agreed on that point then that oh. Eddie the Eagle is Great Britain's greatest Olympian. I believe what? we are agreed on that point.
2: Fucking brilliant, isn't he, Eddie the Eagle? Uh, what? He's, you know, he... Well, you got to love about him is that he's shit and yet he's brilliant at the same time. Which is a bit like me, I guess. People say that a lot. They just say you're shit, and uh, you know there's that brilliance underneath somehow.
4: Piers, Piers, help me out here! These bloody idiots don't know what they're talking about.
2: I have to say, I, I, I've, I've watched the the Eddie the Eagle film on uh, on. Uh, a platform called uh, Netflix, uh my which my son set up. And I have to say it was brilliant. I really did enjoy the he, the, the zero to hero story uh, I thought thought was absolutely fabulous.
4: It's two peers. It's two, it, you, know, you know what? I, I feel the knives in my ba- in my back right now. Andy Andy what is this? Help me out here. G- G- Greg Rutherford is the greatest Olympian. Well, yeah, I'm, I was going
0: to say Daily Thompson, Professor, but you know what? Robert has has brought on such a good argument. I'm afraid I'm I'm going to have to jump on board the Eddy train. It's it's looking to me like a really strong contender for the best Olympian of all time. Whereas Greg Rutherford, I don't think that star
4: quality that Eddie the Eagle had. How dare you? What angle is this? How dare you? How dare you? Who are you? Who are you? You're just a jumps up shit local DJ. Heston, you don't know your ass from your fucking elbow. You don't know how magnets work, how mirrors work, or gravity. Fuck off. And as for you, Piers, I hope Lembis o jokes on you. Fuck off. I'm going. How dare you? How dare you? What is your angle on this? You're so fucking dead. Bye-bye. Robert, do you think you
0: really needed to be so hard on him?
3: Andy, 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 it's my job as a media specialist to bring these questions to my interviewees and really get to the bottom of what makes them uh, tick. So I'm pleased with how the evening went and I think I did myself proud uh, as an investigative uh, journalist.
0: Okay, okay. Well let's wrap things up then. Sir Piers, how do you feel like the evening went tonight? Um I, th- I thought it was an absolutely tremendous evening. I've had a had a very nice time.
2: Um it's unfortunate that it had to end like this. Um nevertheless. Um, I feel, um, yeah. Personally, this has been a very nice evening for me.
0: Excellent, excellent. I suspect most evenings with you, Sir Piers, are oh, nice, That's nice, very effect. nice of you to yes. say, Andy. Craig, um, how's uh, how's your evening been? I hope it's been nice to get out it's of been the uh...
2: brilliant. I'm absolutely trash now. I've been on, I've been on the cans the whole time we've been on, uh, and I'm fucked basically.
0: All uh, right, you go home. This isn't how you,
2: you get on stage at Berlin's. I'm I'm frequently fucked. Yeah, I usually when I take it to the stage, you know, I've had a few. I've had a few, and I'm going to say it. You know what? You know, I I see people in the audience so that they're offended, and you know what? I'm going to let them have it because, uh, you know, I've I've had too many. Um, Even the
0: children
2: you know what, there are some ugly children these days, that's what you gotta you you know, when you get on stage, and sometimes they can't take it, you know it's different like years ago, the the kids they could take it, you know, they could take a bit of banter, but they can't apparently
0: because they're woke or something like that Well times change, and we're all learning to change with those times. You know, I used to be a, a man of the right. Now I'm I'm pretty a man of the centre. Um, and I've enjoyed this centrist dinner party with you, my chums. I've had a great evening. And I feel that we should do this again sometime. Um, well, that'll be all from me. This has been... Uh, Andy Churnwell's Centrist Dinner Party. God, I really miss Centrist Dinner
2: Party.